0: yeah just move that around however you want the new um stands i've got which are more like this will mm. be uh, actually i don't know if you noticed but uh i mean you mentioned joe rogan's podcast a minute ago yep if is the volume good on this you need me up down you hear me okay and you a little little up a little up. Okay. I did turn it down the other day. I yep. had, a, had a guy on, on Sunday, I haven't uploaded it yet, but brain tumor survivor. Really? Yeah. It's Second. You remember Randy, the janitor from Clarksville? Yeah. It wasn't him, but he came on the other day. So second brain tumor survivor. Wow. Yeah. I remember Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He, uh, and he just uh, he just published it. Since he's had the brain tumor, uh-huh. he's come out with like half a dozen books, dude. I got one of them up there. Oh, my God. That's why I had him on. i might like, tell me the whole story. Like, that uh, blows my mind, dude. Yeah. Well, bro, it's, it's good to see you. Good to see you again, man. It has been a while. I know, man. Um, I just... Uh, well, we were texting, and I was yeah. like... Uh, it's just been weird to, like... Uh, hang, to, to initiate hangouts with people. Like, I've still done podcasts. I've only done about half a dozen in the studio, though, or so. Uh, a lot of them are um, digital Zoom appearances, which... I saw that, yeah. Well, a lot of the local people, I did a local historian, but it was because Cora got quarantined. We were going to mm-hmm. do it in the studio, but uh, I just almost ex- exclusively, since we were Eulerized on, were doing podcasts outside the network. Uh, yeah, I saw like, Yeah, Which uh, <clears throat> was good. Everybody was bored, uh, but I just kind of neglected my local audience a little bit, my local uh, <laughs> yeah. my local yeah. bros. But man, it's uh, the the diversity of of how people are dealing with this is odd in terms of not scared about it. Yeah. Completely divided. I'm sick of it. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Not as sick as some. Yeah. You've been there. Yeah. You know, one of my students asked me today um, because they had just heard some things about Cora. They knew because I had to teach from the studio for a week. Mm -hmm. But when Cora got it, um, they were like, how's her recovery exercise routine and stuff? And I was like, dude, it's good. But like there's a week after she stopped showing symptoms when she's out of quarantine that like any exercise or anything was like overwhelming. She would fatigue, uh, feel exhausted, maybe even anxiety. So not cool. You know, COVID is really
1: the knife. You don't die from a knife getting stuck in you. And I'm quoting uh, Charlie White off of YouTube here, but you, you don't die from a knife being stuck in you you die from what the knife does Mm. think about it and that's it's all the other things that come along with it you know it's all the other symptoms it's all the other diseases that get opened up because
0: of it the permanent damage yeah do you hear i mean yeah i think we talked about this with maynard's uh post covid uh autoimmune he had some
1: autoimmune uh problems come up with uh geez let me see I has some rheumatoid issues. okay yeah 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 so yeah, let me tell wrist. you
0: about the drug that he's taken huh. because i don't know if you remember i've at least told you about it but uh, about six years ago i had a hernia repair right right mm-hmm. here at st mary's i go in and they put basically this foreign object in your body mesh right right oh yeah and it threw my immune system super out of whack it's possible i got exposed to like a they theorized that the dermatologist theorized it could have been maybe a um, exposure to like a super strain of uh, strep like the so like the, the strep that gets on the outside but i got this this autoimmune disorder that like manifests on 90% of my body these little teardrop looking like sores mhm it was like a, they called it gutate psoriasis right but um, we tried everything we, I tried everything at the GP then at the dermatologist I took Z-Packs I took all of these different things this probably wiped out all of my ability to fight anything well then it finally just goes away I was trying steroid creams they, they tried everything it finally just essentially went away like I sometimes in the winter and that's not even what it looked like that's just like looks like a dry skin
1: so this was an autoimmune response from your body yes
0: but then it's a last resort like it just went away but like before it went away, they were like, we're going to put you on methyltrexate. And that's the same oh, okay. That's yeah. the same med that uh, Maynard's taken. Okay. And when he told me, or he didn't tell me, when he told Joe Rogan <laughs> that he's taking it, <laughs> uh, and I, when I heard that, I was like, holy shit, this is a cancer drug. Mm-hmm. And I'm just grateful that it went away, but more grateful that I didn't have to take that drug he's taking because I was reading deep into it because I wanted to know what the side effects are. I mean, like, I learned a ton, and I think that the immune system issues went away. Uh, I was drinking all these teas and uh, herbs and roots, mm-hmm. and, like, man, I was going... Uh, I had this big approach that, that an, herb, an herb guy helped me put together, mm-hmm. Mr. Dean, mm-hmm. uh, and it finally went away, but, like, I was like, I don't want to get those methyltrexate injections. Mm-hmm. Whew. But yeah So Crazy It's
1: a scary thing I guess I should start off By saying that I'm John Warren John Warren I'm yeah. always one
0: Multi- Multi-time offender
1: Multi-time offender, man Me compadre
0: bro. Dude, how long We know each other? <laughs> 2000 uh, 2005-ish I five. think is Is when I first uh, Started reaching out to you uh,
1: Brian, man He's my uh, He's my compadre My heart Mi cordon <laughs> My old, my old friend, we've been around, um, went <clears throat> through a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'm a musician, um, artist, poet, chef, um, mixologist, jackass of all trades, lover, master of a couple. Lover of cats and ferrets. Lover of cats, ferrets, animal lover, rescuer of cats. It's my big thing now. Rescue cats, crazy cat dude. Um. Man, I've uh, talent has gotten me so far in life. I've uh, made
0: hundreds of dollars here in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I've been teaching Arkansas history now for a few semesters. Three, I think it's my third semester. And oh man, get diving deep on that. Mm-hmm. Really, you're able to trace a lot more of the the goings on today to the past. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. And it just as in Arkansas, like everybody always makes the regional, like, well, it's the South the comparison or whatever. But, uh, like, we're doing this big true grid assignment right mm-hmm. now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My dad's favorite movie. Oh, yeah. And, the, you know, if you've never, in the audiobooks on YouTube, but if mm-hmm. you've never, I'd never read the book until mm-hmm. I took that class. Um, and I read again this year. It's mm-hmm. great. great. Uh, but, and and a little, both the movies together, or or like the book in their own different ways, and different from the book in their own. Different oh yeah, ways. it's always, fascinating.
1: Always, yeah. Oh man, it's like uh, I homeschool my son. He's sixteen. Dude, so, Corbin, sixteen, learning to drive. You what i see him. Holy <laughs> shit, man! Dude, I... <laughs> you were around when he was just a little guy. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, dude, he's a uh, he's a he big dude He drives a car. Yeah, he's got a mustache. <sighs> what are you kidding me? Wow. I'm picture him somewhere. But yeah, dude. He uh, so I homeschool him. I teach him English, right? And uh, you, was your degree in communications English? Both yeah, communications and vocal. Yeah. So, but yeah, check that. Out.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, damn, dude. That's a grown I, man. <laughs> you know, I do really feel it more now than ever, dude. Like, and I mean, I should just shut up because. I don't hear people older than me saying this, but like yeah. time is fucking getting away. Dude.
1: It, it runs, dude, and it gets worse. The other day, and this is really sad, you'll do this one day. I had to Google how old I was. I'm not joking. I, I had to ask for getting.
0: Uh, like when I was I 32, 33, um, and I'm 33 now. So yeah. it's like, just like, like, that's what I mean. It's yeah. like, and then, too, like I noticed this when my 20s, I'd say things like, oh, that was 10 years ago. But shit, dude, now it's 20. Now I'm talking about shit that happened 20 years ago. It gets worse. (sighs) It gets worse. Yeah, Dude, are you, you're 37? That's right. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't, my mom
1: had came over and she was like, you know, you're, I was telling somebody the other day, I got a 36-year-old son. I said, mom, I'm 37. She goes, how the hell did that happen? I'm like, you're telling me I lost a year somewhere. But you know what? people we all lost a year Uh, we just lost the last year you know it's going to be at least a year it's probably going to be longer Longer than than that that. yeah hell yeah i don't think i think it's a
0: long ways from over but i I wonder if by next winter we'll be in the clear
1: there's not going to ever be a clear in my opinion this is just a new form this is a
0: new thing this is a new way of life but i mean what's an opinion worth you know several people have uh speculated uh that there, if if when biden is takes the office which i I think it's going to happen um that he will uh, institute a federal mask mandate Mm -hmm. um maybe he will uh and uh but that's uh, i've heard a lot of people buzzing about that i did talk to political scientists he says he doesn't think that'll happen he says that, that he thinks the um formality of the states kind of dealing with it in their own way but that's proved uh to be a fuck show like you know what i'm saying it's
1: so stupid too how did it become political
0: i mean i get it election year um civil liberties
1: have nothing to do with oh god here it comes seatbelts but uh,
0: i hate seatbelt laws um but I understand them too. Yeah. Right? And I understand speed laws and things like that. What I hate is the criminalization of it. Right. Like, I was I came in here ranting the other morning because I've gotten a seatbelt ticket before. Yeah, I have too. And um, I have too. One time, and when he got to the car, I was like, bro, I'm wearing my seatbelt. He's like, you put it on. You put it on. And I was That's like, what happened to me too. I was too. like, do you have 2020 vision? <laughs> like, I was just like, I was just super pissed. I was a poor college student. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's so funny, dude. But <laughs> I, I, I was. So I was coming to the gym from the house, you yeah, know yeah, the house is yeah. off this way. And I'm in I'm in uh the lane closest to uh like Clarksville. Right. right? And I pass in this unmarked uh, like a suburban yeah. or Yukon, something like that. Right. And it pulls out and does that illegal lane change to get in the lane over by me. And like goes around behind my bumper when it does it. And you technically have to pull in the closest lane and then use your signal. That's yeah. that's the law. And this is uh like he's wearing a brown shirt, so I think he was transporting prisoners. Sure, I think that's what he was doing. Uh, Cause I, I inquired with the the chief of camps police here because he's teaching when I came in. I'm like, nothing pisses me off more than a cop breaking a traffic law. <laughs> you know, but uh, it is frustrating, uh, I will say, to see that. Yeah. And that dude, that was at the backdrop a lot of a lot of the politics. I wonder. I wonder what the relationship uh, could be drawn perspective-wise in the future about this year, COVID, and the George Floyd incident. I don't know. Because it's all, I mean, dude, it's all connected. It's all, like, you could take any one of those things out, but it's like, uh, no COVID, do we still have those kinds of, does that issue still happen? It's like, I don't know. I don't really know where he's going with that other than I was thinking about cops putting knees on necks and stuff (laughs) yeah
1: yeah what is it Chappelle said on SNL the other day I remember what it was like before COVID something if there's
0: only a punchline was it that I can only say things things
1: that are truth uh, if they have a punchline at the end but he also said I remember what it was like before COVID when white people were shooting up uh, a school or having a shooting every week Mm. and he said so thank God for COVID And I thought, that's a hell of a thing to say, right? But there's a lot of political division on this. And it's hard, like, I'm not as much of a truther as I used to be, as uh, as the kids call it nowadays. Not as sus as I used to be (laughs) about everything. Um, Because I study medicine all the time. I have not stopped. I was studying medicine and virology and hematology long before this started. So now that this has started, I just see it as science. And I try not to relate politics with science. And I sure try not to relate politics with religion, but you see, there's an entire side of the coin here being Republicans who relate politics with religion. And they say you should do that. It They, they put God and religion into, into and into politics and of course the democrats have, have, have the problems too i'm not going to go into that um i'm not choosing sides at the moment i'm just saying i'm not going to even start but the division freaks me out a little bit uh, i was just telling how do me. you mix politics and science i mean i mean i mean with with virology where, where did politics come or, in or
0: climate change you know like like think about how politicized of an issue that is in addition to covid uh you have like there's the, this big debate like you like one side's like oh my god, global like like Bernie Sanders every day on my social yeah, media is right, like yeah. holy shit, the global warming. The We've global got to do warming. something. But
1: these aren't muzzles and we're not Marxist for wearing them.
0: You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I wonder if anybody's going to comment about our mask wearing on the on the you, you I I only say that cuz somebody probably will. Somebody I, that's that's one of the 3000 people my friends was robbing me this will probably is probably some some radical conservative I haven't had a chance to unfollow unfriend or still follows me. Dude, I saw somebody follow me the other day and and I was like uh, that there's a known racist in in this community. There's and, a lot of them in this county and I was like why are you fucking following me? Yeah, Right? Like like on social media, like it was, he wasn't my friend. I wasn't following him. I wasn't his friend, but he was following me. Right? So I'm just like, so then I was just like, and I hate, you know, I hate blocking people on Facebook because literally all that does is throw like a digital grappling hook between you and them. Like their name is now always connected to your profile. Always. You know, like you go yeah. into the like the place where all the people you have there are blocked. Like a, a couple years ago, I went and just unblocked all those people. Yeah. And now I'm just like, well, I don't want this racist dude to follow me. Like, But I, I tried, like, that's how we were talking about frustration with social media, I think, before we started recording. Is the first time ever, uh, because I always use it as a business tool, like, you, like you're saying, you got into using it for the band. Now I'm just like, ah, oh. like it's just. A, I noticed that I am slightly addicted to it, to just, like, picking up my phone. Uh, B, it takes up a lot of time. Like, I, I've noticed just this week there's maybe probably a couple hours I wasted on my phone that I was like, I could have got something else way more important done that I uh, that I really want to get done. This there's
1: time. always something more important than social media. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, Boomer. I said it, but...
0: <laughs> that's me, man. Yeah, it's... uh, And, and it's weird, you know, I mean... Uh, I watched that documentary, The Social Dilemma. It didn't freak me out as much as it did most people. Did you? Did you see that? I haven't seen it. It's a worthy watch. I know. I know about it. I just haven't seen but, it. But uh, they basically go into like, uh, and I've heard this. It's like they have hired and, and figured out algorithms, and hired people, and consulted people to basically figure out like TikTok is more based around this. Uh, Absolutely, I mean, if you followed that I know of about like. That. Oh, those fucking videos good. And another one. Oh, and another one. And they're like real fast. Uh, they gratify you. They give you that surge of, of dopamine. And then it's on to the next. Right? Like Facebook does that? Yeah. And then here's another thing I never knew, noticed until uh, like somebody pointed out to me about a year and a half ago. Whatever the day is, it varies or time of the day, it varies. But you can count on your timeline if you're scrolling. Every so many posts is an ad. Oh, yeah, absolutely, and yeah, it's that's... it's it's a it's a pattern. It's like every five posts today, every eight posts tomorrow, or you know, it's something like that. But they have really um, figured out how our minds work, because oh, yeah. because it is it's like uh, I noticed like where I've started to become aware of it is I've noticed it being like involuntary.
1: Okay, so on that note, capitalism has never scared me. And like I said, I'm not much of a truther anymore, but have you ever been having a conversation and then look, and it's the first thing that pops up on your Google search? More
0: times than I can count. What the hell?
1: I know Siri's listening, but damn, that, that, that is a little
0: un- unnerving. I've tested that uh, one time, uh, and for a day, I made, it. made a point to say the word jeans. <laughs> That's good. I was like, man, I'm thinking about buying some new jeans. I need some new jeans. jeans 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 jeans. so like several times i would just say jeans throughout the day and i would do it like a few times in a row like just around my phone um and damn it if i didn't get ads for jeans right so i never did a search for jeans like in the number of instances it's it's been something like that and then too cora um like a while back was looking at something a while back Mm -hmm. and she kind of decided not to go with it, and then she started getting ads again. Like, like I'm talking like weeks later, they're like, "Hey, we well, noticed you, notice you hadn't made that purchase. Are you going to?" You know. So it's like, uh, it's weird how they target you. And I could, I could not. What's weird is when I go on Amazon and I'm looking at like cables or microphones or whatever, right? And mm-hmm. thinking about getting something for the studio mm-hmm. is what it most commonly is. And I come back later uh, on Facebook. And I go on Facebook, and the Amazon ad is on Facebook. So, so it's just like that's where the uh, big money's uh,
1: being uh, made, right there. Yeah. The big money, man. The real, I, the real checks are getting made
0: right there. I want to see, like, I was thinking about this. I was lecturing on the Supreme Court when it's like first getting going. It's like I want to, uh, you know, like I, basically about when judicial review became a thing. Correct. Right. And I was like, er, when cyber law. Like, really starts to become a thing? Or, like, we're going to look at this as, like, that momentous of a change of, like, when...
1: Those things will never be illegal. Those things will be above the law. Laws will be made underneath those things.
0: Uh, What do you... So, do you think that social media... That that we should extend uh, free speech to social media? Oh, man. You know, as an artist...
1: God, this is going to bite me in the ass. But as an artist i've always stuck behind free speech i've voted for free speech i have voted against people i really supported just in the name of free speech mm-hmm. but nowadays i'm getting sick
0: of free speech bro follow me on parlor have you been charting that uh, not much Parler, sorry like man. okay so like everybody that's upset about, and this is this is generalization so it's a little fallacious Everybody that's upset about this election thing uh, that's uh, on the conservative side has gone over this other social media site called Parler that's like, uh, no censorship, but dude, you go on there and it's like the most hateful shit.
1: Right. So uh, that's what I'm saying. You see, that's why I'm tired of social media is it gives voices to the most ignorant human beings on earth. It gives them the power to project Moronic and hateful thought. YouTube is the most disgusting platform and we're all on it
0: twenty four oh, hours dude, a day. I got almost a thousand videos on there.
1: Right. Yeah. And I mean it, truthers would be like, Well man, that's why it's red. It's it's that side. All right, no. I mean I'm not trying to be truth it. I'm just telling you the truth, my truth, is that I'm scared to death of the amount of free speech at this point because it's gone overboard and yes that's a thing that's what they're saying parlor is it's like that what everybody's saying it's an echo chamber you know 4chan dude i mean i don't want to get on there and look at pictures of murder and animal abuse and people are like oh dude it's free speech is it is it really like and i and people are like well if you take away Complete freedom of speech with social media. What you'll get is only the rich being getting free speech, or yeah, only that's the hyper intelligent yeah, yeah. getting free speech. Um. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Uh, maybe so. Um. It is. Uh. You know. I see both sides, honestly. Like. Uh, we're not quite to a place where. Um, because I think they tried this initially, and th- I noticed mistakes being made all the time. Like, I would get shit flagged that shouldn't have been flagged. It's like, right, yeah. But uh, I, the AI is not to a place. Lex, you know, if you've never listened to a guy named Lex Friedman, yeah. he's been on a bunch of podcasts. He has a podcast. Uh, and I just became aware of him. I never listened to him on Joe. He's been on six times or something. I'm still on the first episode. AI, MIT, expert. And AI and algorithms are just not there. So human beings have to do it. Right. And just like we're seeing with Joe Rogan move over to Spotify human beings get pissed about this political shit that we're trying to understand. Yeah. And like, so that's up, So Joe Rogan's shit is still on YouTube. Yeah. He still puts an episode on YouTube, but they were like, Oh, hundred million dollar deal over here on Spotify. We'll yeah, yeah. never censor. You. you can have Alex Jones on. Yeah. You know? And then the Spotify employees are like, we had this person on that's transphobic. He had this Alex Jones back on. We're, And yeah. it's like a revolt yeah. inside that company. So it's like, you know, okay, well, they're a company. They can do what they want. Like, uh, you remember when the um, the wedding cake for the gay couple? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right? Oh, people refusing to do it. Yeah, like, I remember it's, that. It's, it's something like that where it's like, well, you know, they can choose who they make the cake for. It's like we've had similar debates around civil rights, right? It's like, uh, well, you can just let whoever you want into your restaurant. Mm-hmm. Well, I only want to let white people in mm-hmm. right? like, like, then, then it became this other thing to where it's oh, okay we're we're segregated now, big time. but uh, so like uh, polarization and echo chambers being created on the on these like this parlor site uh, are like a result of the limiting. So it's like it furthered. I don't know if that site's going to take off or whatever, but the amount of people I see going over to it, and I, I haven't logged in, but people have shown me screenshots of the shit that they're saying in there. And there's some. Um, he was a chief of police, mm. which I think should be an elected position. Tonight. I know what you're talking about. Right? In Marshall, Marshall, Arkansas. yeah, Marshall, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got he a cab on there, there. Right up there in Leslie. So oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I know well, all about it. Hey, Leslie, Arkansas is one of the only places in Arkansas that arnica grows. Arnica is a flower mm-hmm. that is made into a topical treatment. Mm-hmm. It's great for like uh, tendons and. Yeah, and Leslie's an interesting little place. Yeah, yeah, awesome.
1: Yeah, we my family did at one point actually have a
0: cabin up there in Denard, okay. right next to Leslie, right next to a tiny little nothing. I only know about it because of Mr. Dean. Yep, yeah, he's told me about yep. it. Right, because when I like, I, dude, I in this elbow, I don't. I hadn't really had, but there was a, a period of time when that elbow was super fucked up, man. It sucked. Um, and I like basically my tendon on my owner nerve here mm. and, and tendon was like detaching. So bad tendonitis, but dude, it got like I couldn't straighten my elbow and shit. It was all this, this in And now I have fucking carpal tunnel in this arm. So I don't know, but it's not like before it was all like manifesting my elbow. But sure. that's how I found out about Arnica. Uh, like, you know, I was researching, like, topical ointments to put on it and how to acquire them. And they do, like, is that kind of a hippie town up there? Uh-huh. Um, they do acupuncture and shit like that? Is that the only, only place to get acupuncture? No, when
1: I was up there, it was pretty
0: right. There
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. In the band of bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, I, see. All right. Here's the thing: the two-party system. It's I, I, when I I grew up thinking that that existed to create a the good sense of a moderate middle. So okay, we've got this side, we got this side, and in the middle we find
0: good sense and moderation. But now it's so crazy. Well, dude, uh, I jo- I've been joking about. There's no this. balance. Madison uh, said this. He was like uh, in relation to factions. Mm-hmm. He's like, there'll be so many of them. Nobody will ever take over, mm-hmm. but it's like, really, there's not, there's mm-hmm. two, there's two oh, factions. It's and then two, like in, said, and they're on a spectrum, you know, but, um, even like, I mean, really the, that, that center model, like, I mean, I would say, you know, who's at that point, uh, creating that middle you were just talking about? Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan. Right. Right. Cora. Um, and he takes so much shit from both sides. God, yeah, he does. Right? Like, um, interesting enough. Oh, sidebar. I'm going to talk about this on. We're doing an election results podcast on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. What, what do you think about the narrative? Because Joe Rogan's bought into this big. Because you know what he does? Sits and do does what we're talking about doing. Reads, researches, looks at shit on the internet, which is ripe with propaganda. Because it's election year, and even when you know. it's not. But. Well, what are your thoughts on Joe Biden's cognitive decline? I'm not that worried about it because he has a stutter. That's what I was going to say, dude. And I had no
1: idea. Well, see, I, I have a diagnosed stutter. Okay. I have an actual stutter and I'm also, I'm also bipolar, uh, actual uh, rapid cycling bipolar disorder. I've talked about it every time we've been on the all cast right. just because it kind of explains a lot. Um, but also I also have a stutter and I also take medication to help with all of that. I know it's you can overcome all these things, but I also know it makes you talk a little weird. So, uh, does it make him any less of a communicator, of a brilliant man, or of a good man, a bad man, whatever he is? No, it's a stutter.
0: See, but it, it, that's Being what old I, doesn't help a stutter. That's what I was thinking. And then it's like. He's old. And they've, he has a re- they've repackaged that, though. Of course they have. It's propaganda. Ah. Uh. I was, I, you know, one time I, I was on that cognitive decline hop train and I just didn't, I didn't know about the stutter thing. That was the issue. I didn't know. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so when I found out, um, I was like, this changes everything. i just, out. it's such, it's, it's
1: bullshit.
0: Well, and too, that's like, they'll tell you, so like, like don't get your news from fucking Joe Rogan <laughs> like well, I mean he's a great source but uh, and I love listening to him talk I love the people that he has on I, and I like like he's in all the same shit I'm into but that's also uh concerning to me because like I mean he's been wrong as many times I've been wrong on this podcast I've fucked up dates I couldn't remember 1619 the other day <laughs> like and I was talking with, with a person of color and I, and they didn't know either that's the first year uh, slaves are important uh, but mm-hmm. I was like uh Oh what year was that 1609? I was like no 1607 1909. Yeah, it, it, I yeah. was like going through all the dates but like uh, you know
1: shit. Well you can't be president now cuz you forgot something. You have cognitive you have cognitive see, I can't say it. No, I'm cognitive stuttering. Decline. We're both fucked. We can't be hey, president. does that
0: um does that influence <laughs> your singing style? No. But well cuz so I just recently I can sing fine. When I well no like the You know how you're you've described your the, uh, your approach to vocals mm-hmm. uh almost maybe being like percussive yes. in a way, right? Mm-hmm. But I was am so really, glad you remember that. I was reading an article. Well, you do. You, you do have a unique style, Thank right? You. Um I don't want to say the word rapping cuz mm-hmm. like when I talk like, like we talk about John Bell rapping mm-hmm. and he's just like this dude wise for a singer. Mm-hmm. They play the song Hatfield for example mm-hmm. and he'll be like he he they when they're jamming this instrumental he rap, he does a rap. He just starts making shit up. And he's always talking about like his neighborhood and Hatfield's mama. Those are like the, the common things. And uh, Colby and I were listening to this show we'd gone to, and he was playing Diner. And and he started saying something about like it being hot in the summertime. And he was like, oh, that's a different song. I'm mm-hmm. there. That's a, can do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Get the words mixed up. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he's literally, it's improvisational. So it's like a vocal technique. But, um, but 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 let's say like uh, oh like not like Anthony Kiedis He's, I can't even really compare it to anybody right with what you do but like I was reading an article that was talking about how people who stutter that also sing hmm. sing in that way like that's how, okay here's what they're saying I there's something that goes in your ear. Mm-hmm. It's like a hearing device yeah. that makes you be able to um, like articulate words almost like the way you sing. Like it, you, it,
1: All music to me has to be some form of percussion. I can pl- I can play drums. If you give me about, I don't know, probably a year, I'd be a drummer. If you give me a, a bass, I, w- I mean, I was. I was a professional bassist. I haven't played in a couple of years, but it has to be percussive. Piano comes natural to me. It has to be percussive. But now you take guitar. Guitar is not percussive. Guitar is on its own spectrum. Because, to me, it, it's not percussive. Now, unless you're, finger, you know, air-tapping fingerstyle. So, but bass is just a percussion instrument, I don't care who you are. It's a percussion instrument, unless you're playing it with a pick. And then you're not really playing bass. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Dude, um, but have you followed that bassist Dr. Funk? I know who it is. He came him. on the podcast. Uh, it was <laughs> oh, an amazing shit. interview. I'm still dialing in the sound on distance podcast. I've got to get my guests to do something different because it does not sound good how they're recording it. So like, just like we were trying to get. Anyway, I'll figure that out. You ever heard of the old country singer Mel Tillis
1: uh, from Branson? It wasn't from Branson, but he was. I don't know. You ever seen that movie Cannonball Run? Hmm. Oh, I'm really pulling out oldies here. Mel Tillis had a stutter. And he could sing fine, but he had a, he had a big time stutter. Right. But mine's not like a bad, really bad. My my parents wouldn't even say I have one because I. Did I you ever get past do like it.
0: speech therapy or anything when you growing up?
1: No, I didn't really have to. It's not that bad. I had to. I mean, it, it's really just when I get upset, and then it's very, very, very obvious. Mm. Like bad.
0: Yeah. Well, and then okay, so let's point that go circle back to Joe Biden. You, like when you get upset. Or, like, I would say, like, uh, let's think about, like, the situations Mm -hmm. that dude's been in on the campaign trail. It's a pandemic. Mm -hmm. There's vast division in the country. Um, He's campaigning. uh, People are saying all this shit. He's getting put on the spot about his cognitive decline, accused of sexual assault. Like, the list goes on. It's like, think about the number of situations that guy was probably in the last... uh, Twelve months, it were probably anxious, even for him as a forty-seven year career politician, which I don't think is cool. But um, it's like, yeah, okay. So he could have had some gaffes. he could have had some some slip ups, uh, and been nervous and stuttered, like because think about it, he's in front of tons of people on stage. Even though he didn't have uh, tons of large rallies and shit like Trump did, he still was constantly given interviews. I feel like, right. I mean, I saw him over the last several months a ton on my phone, on TV, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I, I can definitely, like, man, once I found out he was a lifelong stutter, changed everything. But then, too, you got to, like, say to his campaign, like, they didn't do a good job informing us that he was a lifelong stutter. Then somebody, like, I was this girl that I'm having on um, to talk about the election. She's been on a couple of times, a historian. She's like, I thought everybody knew that. And I was like...
1: Well, then I had this one conservative fellow who was like, But do you really want a stutterer to be the next president and not be able to give a speech? I was,
0: what? I mean, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, that's Why would it? Non inclusive
1: right, of, it's of a, that guy. It's such a stupid thing. Uh, <clears throat> you were talking about the the vocal style. I was just going to go back because I know we can relate to this. I had Miss Fikes. Oh yeah, and she taught me, me so much about poetry, and she taught us about iambic pentameter, mm-hmm. you know, and that—that's really the style I've stuck to. And then Miss Ushery, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, gave me the Jeffrey Chaucer Award, and said that I was a Chaucer style poet, and that was the like greatest honor ever. Yeah, Miss Ushery
0: still still around too, dude. Really, Miss Fikes? Yeah, I want to say Miss Fikes still teaching. She had cancer a few years ago, and, and 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 got over it. Man, um, I don't know. I don't I haven't I haven't heard him. I don't know. I remember Miss Fikes had always like sneak out by the gym, smoke, to smoke a cigarette.
1: Smoke cigarette. Ah. yeah, man.
0: It's like it was like we all knew it. It was like a scandal. Okay, we'll like, well, I wonder if Miss Miss Fikes is smoking.
1: Dude, speaking speaking of, I tell you about the living vegetarian. I was uh I stopped at the gas station this morning. This is so off subject. They got plant based cigarettes now.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Malbr- where were we talking one time what, what um, is a about plant- Marbo greens
1: yeah, this was a plant based menthol wow. and I was like, oh that's exciting plant ba
0: what were they before? Have you ever smoked cigarettes?
1: I did when I was about eighteen to oh, twenty so, yeah that- dude man i was uh I was rocking real skinny and I had the uh I used to roll the sleeve with the cigarette thing up in the sleeve real douchey you remember those uh, days yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, man, um, a pack a pack of pack of cigs up here. Oh, and up just here a, in the arm dude, with the biceps.
0: I what what fortunately when I started training martial arts and marble I was rolling, reds. I I did I marble reds marble and reds. then I also smoke clove cigarettes. Like, oh yeah, uh, me and you uh, uh DeJour- DeJour- blacks. DeJour and blacks, yeah. blacks, that was us
1: Oh man. dude. Yeah. These are the days. <laughs> those are good. They used to pop and crackle when you
0: didn't we do would you also do, like, black and milds or something?
1: No, I didn't do a lot of black and milds. I did the little peach-flavored cereal. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm thinking Or they were peach and orange and stuff yeah. like that. Usually it was just Marlboro Reds and uh, Jarms.
0: We should smoke when a, c- was cool. a cigar in here sometime. <laughs> Back
1: when that was cool. Yeah. Now everybody just
0: vapes. Pe- periodically, I, dude, I don't vape or anything. Uh, I sure don't, man. Yeah. I
1: got... I'm just
0: not... <laughs> yeah, I have my medical card. Um, do you? Yeah.
1: You got lucky. I don't have... A, we have a... We have a... a uh, what are the places called? I just dispensary? Went, dispensary. Yeah, we got in right yeah, in Clarksville. Right in yeah. Where's it at? Okay, Nightlight. Yeah. Right across the street.
0: Across the... Uh, so, like, on that same side of the interstate? Right
1: there. It's like, it's right by Nightlight. Wow. Yeah. There's a new forestry building. Asia's going to work there. It's huge, right next to it. It's
0: a huge neighborhood right behind there. That's yeah, wild. Yeah. yeah, it's right, right know, there. There's one... Like of, an armed guard. Oh, uh, yeah. Morrilton has one with an armed guard, and it looks mm-hmm. like a... I just like walked in a bit, and I was thinking like, okay, disclaimer, I'd never do this, but I saw some dude standing there and I'd be like, dude, I'd take that gun away from you, kill everybody in here, and you couldn't do shit about it. <laughs> like that's the kind of you guy. You do that, that to most people. That's Brian. a I know, but that's the kind of guy that had on guard. I'm like, dude, you never trained a day in your fucking life, homie.
1: This dude, like, was... and I knew from two seconds of seeing him. I saw this guy and he was just big. I, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint any of the training like you've taught me. But
0: when I, I went in. uh I was like, he just uh, big. This guy, um, I was paying with the twenty, mm-hmm. or, or multiple twenties, and I was like, oh yeah, Andrew Jackson. You know, he's the president responsible for Indian removal, <laughs> and he did so against the ruling of the Supreme Court. And they told him not to, and he said, "That's your ruling. Let's see you enforce it." He was saying this. Yeah, Andrew Jackson started. Andrew, Andrew, I said this. I said this to this guy that I was paying, oh. and he was like. Whoa! And I was like, "Yeah, that's your So he's funny. Like, he's like, "That's my history for the day." I was like, "You have no idea." <laughs> but uh, that I've been lecturing over Andrew Jackson. Uh, we just just got to his first term in office today. Man. Did a bunch of biographical, which he's involved in, where 1812 Battle on New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But I do a bunch of early biography on him and Jefferson. And I took a class on Jackson to Jefferson as an undergrad in the summer. Jefferson's complex. I mean, they really. Jackson I feel less complex, but they really both are enigmatic because you gotta look at it like like I was making that joke to that guy, it's like this dude's on the money. But he's responsible for that. Like, um, you know, that you there's a, a dozen dichotomies with Jackson like that, with uh he invaded Florida without permission from, mm-hmm. from the president or anybody. Uh killed two British officers while he's there. Uh his his uh involvement in the Creek War in the Southeastern War 1812 the, the battle in New Orleans like people would desert because uh, they didn't have any supplies and and everything he had executed his own American soldiers
1: your your muzzle's not working which one your muzzle uh, yeah you're yeah. saying plenty of stuff yeah
0: yeah yeah oops yeah, yeah. What? When Corey, Corey and I went to uh, Branson a while back, and we had our mask on because, like, everywhere uh, was a super, like, limit on how many people could be in the store and, yeah, uh, et cetera, And um, we were like kissing with our mask on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh. I'm just so tired of people saying, you know, it's just the flu is just
0: as bad. You know what? Here's um. Here's something that I have observed, and like not to set, not to get confused with that line of thought, but here is one thing I noticed that is puzzling to me. All right. Uh, three years ago, I had the flu ish, something like that. Yeah, three or four me too. years ago. Me too. It was, it was rough. I had 105 fever. Yeah, me too. Um, And Four years. Cora, something. Cora took care of me while I was while I was suffering. Like mm-hmm. it was bad, dude. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was terrible. Like I can't. I'm one of the sickest times I've ever been. Like I thought I was gonna have to go to the hospital. Really, mm-hmm. uh, and like right when like we were considering that, my fever finally broke. Mm-hmm. Like I just had such a high fever for a while, and my the body aches. Uh, but Cora took care of me. Didn't get the flu, right? Or and I'm sure that if we worked this way, we would know it by now. Uh, you know how people with COVID could be asymptomatic, yes, and not report any symptoms but they're positive. Maybe that was me. Maybe maybe I've had COVID, and I was asymptomatic. And I never knew it. You're O positive. No, uh, no, I can't remember what my blood type is. I knew the other day, but it's not O. Cora's O positive or negative. Hmm. But um, so she's one of the O blood types, We still got it. it was hit Crazy. Uh, rather hard. Yeah, and it's one of the blood types. It's not that they said it's not supposed to be hit hard, right? But I took care of her. I was around her every day with mm-hmm. quarantine together and I didn't get COVID. Mm-hmm. So, that, so you could say with COVID, as we've seen, mm-hmm. uh, maybe I had it previously and mm-hmm. I had a, a viral load. But there have been reported cases. One of my doctors showed me this of um, reinfections. Somebody's had it two times.
1: You know, my 100-year-old my aunt, she's 100 years old, tested positive, quarantined, two weeks, nursing home never felt the least bit bad, but one of my best friend's father died yesterday with it, uh-huh. and he's in his 50s, so, you're talking about Kevin, yeah, damn, dude, yeah,
0: so, I don't even know, yeah, yeah, it's, um, it is, um. It is. it's, It's fascinating to try and figure it out. And, I mean, I'm not a virologist. I'm pretty simple dude when it comes to science. Like, that's not my bag. Like, I'm a... I mean, I'm an arts and humanities guy, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, And, you know, as an adult, I've gotten much more into science. I've made an A in college biology, mind you. right? But, but, dude, shit, having Mr. Gibson and shit Mm -hmm. when I was in high school and um, Miss Elkins in junior high...
1: I have stories about her. Yeah, the we dan- had a good time
0: dancing on the counter. She I would was do there. A river dance. <laughs> I was there. That was like she did it one time uh, when we. So I wonder if she didn't do it like with every year or something. But she there was like a that was like the the legend about her is that she would dance on mm-hmm. the on the top of the desk or the the counter. She was a blast. Man. But well, so man, I just like when I was there taking those. Cause I had Mr. Gibson twice, and I had Miss Elkins once, and. I can go until 8th grade. I'm trying to think if I had anybody else other than that. But I just never got, I never, math and science are a very weak point for me. I think it's because I was homeschooled and I just didn't, my parents didn't didn't do a super good job with that. <laughs> right? Like blind leading the blind. And it's so funny that like, ah, man, I, like, okay, so you're an educated dude. Makes, it makes way more sense to me. Like, you actually have a degree from a prestigious university. Like, I would say one of the more prestigious ones in the state. It's hard. Yeah. It was hard. And, and so it's like, okay, well, John's educated. John could take care of educating another person if he, if he wanted to dedicate his time to it. an uneducated person, I don't feel they can do that. And maybe that's close-mindedness. They don't even want to. Yeah, most I of mean, the time. That's just it. Like uh, you know, this has been a weird narrative of this year. Mm-hmm. I got called a liberal brainwashing college professor by who, uh, or just you know, have to tell me who? Some just... high school student that had gone to the gym for a minute. <laughs> just repeating experience. And, and, yeah, well, who are just repeating Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, from a speech he gave uh, like last year. Yeah, just... But even my, even like in my own business. I have heard people say it. And, 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 like, I don't say anything when I hear them say it. Because, and I don't know if they connect the dots that I'm like, I take offense to it because I'm like, hey, family members, like I've heard other people say this. And it's like, it's me you're talking about. Almost always these people are uneducated. There's one of them right there. <laughs> <laughs> Almost always these people are uneducated and talking shit about people who are educated. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not saying... And, and dude, I'm I'm pro-trade school. I think that, like... I wish that would have been laid out as more of an option to me growing up. I was like, hey, you could make really good money doing this stuff, too. Sure. But I'm not interested I, in doing anything. I, I wish that we could sit here and have a talk about IQ.
1: IQ is not how smart you are. It's your capability to learn. And it's
0: genetic. Dude, what do you think? And, do you think that the higher your IQ is, the harder your life is to function? If, okay,
1: okay. You want me to go IQ? Let's talk IQ. Most, all right, the American average is, you know, we all, we all strive for 100. That's the average, right? Let's let's call 100 average. Most brain surgeons and high-level, sur- you know, doctors, lawyers, the, the really smart, educated people, somewhere around 110, 112, 115 because they can still function, make calm decisions, learn. Shazam, that's what you got. You start getting higher than that, mm-hmm. You got problems, my friend, and then you start getting lower than that. You got problems, my friend. Mm. So, do you see what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: So, I I took this class. I'm not going to even talk about my IQ or anything or your IQ. We don't need to go there. I took a class to test to test IQ once, and it revealed so much. I need to take an IQ
0: test, dude. Well, don't
1: do the ones online. Do a Uh, real one. You did. Where did you get yours administered? Uh, Tech. When I was going to tech. I had a psychology class. Took three hours. Yeah, okay. Also got the highest anger scores in Arkansas, but that's another story. <laughs> this was years ago, <laughs> but I, I really would like to take one because um, it, it, was, it it reveals a lot and it helps you figure out that you're capable, but also
0: incapable of a lot of things. I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, it is. It's it's counterintuitive, but I've I've had um, at least one psychologist tell me they're like. You have a high IQ. Yeah, you do. And it, but when you do, it
1: means you're capable of anything. What it really means is that you could pick up a French horn and figure it out in a few weeks. Whereas other people would just be like, what the? You know what I mean? But that's okay. But yeah. That's good. Because a high IQ is not the people who get shit done. They're the people who sit at home, get fat, and die. Mm-hmm. Because their knowledge is absolute misery.
0: Yeah, dude. Unless you can channel it, let me uh, even even channel it. So let me. uh, I guess something I've really, uh, you'd say, struggled with over the last uh, three or four years. Uh, So think about this. So like, uh, maybe a great way to describe it would be like existential anxiety. So like, all I pretty much dabble in is learning about terrible shit that happened, or people that are no longer living who were awesome at the time but they're not around anymore like it's just like constantly looking into the past uh as a historian and constantly reading about it and then also like you just i just always loop it back through this like existential filter about like oh uh, you know the egyptians they believed in this one set of deities for like three thousand years and now we believed in this other deity messiah thing going for yeah. another couple of thousand years and over there in mesopotamia there i was just
1: about to say the mesopotamians uh, it, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, and uh, you know go further on the asian continent it's like um yeah. it's let's, let's 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 do some let's do some ancient uh, sumerian yeah. right right here do... <laughs> dude i saw so i've been i'm um, talking about i've been working on this quite a bit um I mean, a big Egypt Unraveled podcast.
1: They just released a new documentary about Egypt on uh, the Saqqara too. Oh my
0: god! It was good. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, just I haven't the whole seen thing. it. I haven't it's, seen um, it. I
1: just heard about it. Asia saw it.
0: My girlfriend. Uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Is it good? It, it's mind blowing. I, I love seeing the excavation and stuff. Some of the people digging I'm, and, and talking on there. I'm like, you got any more Egyptologists in that documentary, like, you know. Uh, but I. I've been on this. uh, I'll I'll recommend my favorite Egyptologist to you. I've emailed back and forth about trying to get him on the podcast. He said he would come on, but we have not settled time. And we're like two weeks between communication. Like I'll email him. Anyway, Bob Breyer. Mm He has two great courses on Audible. And then both those great courses are also on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And he's got a third great course on YouTube over hieroglyphs. He teaches you how to... Translate and write and hieroglyphs. How incredible! That's yeah. incredible. And okay, so this is further. Truly, he's a mummification expert. Wow. He's in 1994. He performed a, a mummification on a human cadaver. Right? God. And here's the thing: all of this shit that he's doing, uh, the the longer history of ancient Egypt, great courses he did. He's got a lot of the same stuff that he has in some of his other books and stuff, but. I watch all of his documentaries on YouTube but from over the years. Like they're all on there in some form or another. You gotta kinda dig around to to get to him. But uh this dude's incredible and he doesn't just do Egypt, he does like uh he does one where he explores the historiosity of the three kings and the Jesus birth story. Wow. Yeah. Like this dude's just incredible, just something else. And um did you uh did you you had Bush, uh, so you went to. Did you ever have David Krieger for a class? I did not. I had Charlie Bush. Yeah, he has pancreatic cancer. Oh damn. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's. Uh, he's doing good though. I only know uh, his wife has posted about it a little bit, um, but. Uh, That's a horrifying. A couple disease. of people told me about it because I know uh, that I was like. That's what Trebek died of. Wasn't just uh, two days ago. <sighs> That's what uh, Swate, Patrick Swayze died Patrick around. Swayze, dude. Uh, Mikey Hauser. you can't really... You can just see his hair. And you might not even be able to see it by the, because of the TV. And that Cora ducked in and put a print over there. It's a mm-hmm. Mikey Hauser oh, p- print she laid on top of the fridge. My favorite guitar player. That's how he had his guitar, dude. Mm. That's not how I tell he's usually set up. But, like, uh, they did a run for, like, a couple years like this. They don't even make it this way anymore. But, uh... Yeah, you know, mm. it's it's wow. it's an interesting little setup. And uh yeah, he died of pancreatic cancer. Patrick Swayze, that's another one that I always bring up, uh. Uh we had a friend uh who went to high school with, uh his stepdad, who like raised him his whole life, had a long drawn out battle with it. All right, but it's a horrifying disease. There's so many out there. Yeah. It's uh well what sucks is it's um I've been I've been reading about it, and there's virtually no way to detect it early, is what I understand, and that's part of why it's I want to say the second deadliest cancer. Lung. Ooh, Uh, it's fifteen percent chance survival rate on lung cancer. I can't remember what the other one was.
1: And uh, cancer scares me to death. Yeah, I've got a friend with Lou Gehrig's disease. Fuck. Yeah, my ex-girlfriend one of my ex girlfriends uh died of breast cancer. Like you you get in your mid thirties, man, you start just losing everybody.
0: I said that to somebody, um last year, uh this jiu jitsu black belt uh knew and they've been trained with a uh, fair amount over the years. I trained not with him in several years, but he had kinda kinda isolated, like gone I like, didn't really train with people in Arkansas anymore. Like, they just kinda put himself off on an island or something like it it was weird because i used to be around him all the time and he like just they stopped coming to shit like and started i hooked up with another team that this is a politics and shit went on but he like when he died my mind was blown Mm -hmm. i was like like i didn't hold any ill will towards the dude or anything like as a matter of fact i was like kind of pissy about not getting to train with him anymore because uh whatever reason why that dude didn't want to turn into anybody on our team. Right? Because he's kind of under my coach and got his black belt from my coach and then went to train with this Brazilian that was like under an association that's going to get his rank from that guy now. Right? But uh, when he died, I said something to um, a friend of mine about it. And I was like, damn, dude, how crazy is that? Fuck. can't believe it. And he's like, well, we're just at that age. And I was no, just that's like... that's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. he's like, this is going to happen a lot more often. He's like, he's a little older than you, this guy's talking to. But, yeah. You know, my my friend Carl, my, my drummer,
1: you know, when, when COVID was happening, he said, I'm not going to run around living my life in fear. And I was like, fuck, buddy. Think about it. We, we already do. Yeah. I mean, every time you go to the doctor from now on, You gotta worry about when he checks your neck, bro, he's checking for lymphoma, not just, he's checking for, um, he's checking your, your, your glands, he's checking your, um, your thyroid for thyroid cancer. He's I had checking a your of mine lungs. Had his thyroid, fucking removed. You don't have to smoke to get lung cancer. He's going to. Che- you guys start worrying about prostate cancer at thirty-five. You know how many? You know how many men get prostate cancer? Flip a coin. Maybe it was prostate. I'm One out of, of two men get prostate cancer, Damn. and if you don't get prostate cancer, you're going to get prostatitis, which your prostate is going to swell up so big that the pain from it alone, there's so, like fifteen percent of men that have it kill themselves just from the pain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. There's, there's so many colorectal cancers, horrifying. There's so many terrible diseases. Enjoy your life. Uh, Enjoy your life. We already do live in fear.
0: and um, it's, uh, so I was reading something recently. We don't
1: need this, too. This is just one more safety precaution. And you, you know, see what I mean? It's just one, yeah. more, it's just one more thing. And I said, you're talking about the flu earlier. I had the flu three years ago. Got hospitalized. Had 104 temperature. Heart rate was out of control. But then I went home, I was better, nothing happened. I was fine. I got better. You got better. With COVID, there are follow-up problems. That's the
0: difference, man. I was reading about mental illness being There's a, there, oh, a let's follow-up just go. problem uh, for yeah. people who have
1: COVID. No shit. But
0: Okay, so the follow-up, I was going to make this a point a second ago. Is... Cognitive issues that never go away. Yeah. Brain fog. Yeah, people. Um, when two people like back on like we're talking about how people are politicizing things. People complain, yell, gripe, etc., about the things they fear the most. Yeah, that's a, that. That was a point that, that it, I was I was reading this early in the week, uh, and I don't even I don't remember who was saying it. It seemed like a reputable source at the time, but I was like, that's a thought-provoking concept. But they were like, so, they, they, it, it, I believe there's a story in that fall. It might have been Heddy Cox Richardson. But uh, they were just like, people freak out about this. This is an, And it's like, and if you pay attention, that's what they're freaking out about. So do you think that maybe,
1: uh, okay, so I, re- I read this study one time. Not, I'm not going to source it because people just hear a source and they automatically just stop listening to you. Google it. No, I'm just going to say it. No, it's damn, it's, not I'm us. just going to say it. Yeah, go ahead and Google this talking about iqs i read that democrats had higher iqs than conservatives so when it makes sense because conservatives conserve because they're afraid they're afraid of change okay lower iq conserve afraid of change so maybe you're right maybe they're afraid of the disease because they don't understand it so maybe they're lashing out at what they don't understand so they're just angry i'm not going to wear a mask i'm not i'm do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Angry. See, that's very, very judgmental and very mean and a very terrible thing for me to say. But I ponder if what you're saying correlates to IQ. Uh, and maybe I just call... That, that I'm would not, be... That, I, I think I might have just called Republicans stupid, and I'm sorry. But I'm just wondering if that's the correlation.
0: Well, dude, here, here's... um. Dirty Here's the thing. There, there are... I know some very hi, highly educated... <laughs> Dirty liberal. Intelligent, conservative people. There are, man. But, By God, there but are. But I will say this. Most of the uneducated people that you cannot give actual facts to... Um, they're often uneducated.
1: That's, that's exactly right. what I'm and, saying. And
0: I'm not even, I'm not, I don't even want to draw a link really between education and IQ, but. There isn't one. Not completely. You know, it's. Not 100%. It's, it's very fascinating to me in that regard uh, about that though, because.
1: Because haven't you met some of the most uneducated, in,
0: like people with high high IQs before? Yeah. The main thing that that I've, um, yes, yes. Think about sure. it on the Civil War topic this year, like, uh, I've learned a lot about the Civil War this year, but in doing that, like, I'm like, anytime I learn something, I start talking to people like you about it, and I'm like, dude, I found this out, oh my God, I read the secession letters, like, oh my God, like, uh, you know, um, and then I start getting into the myths uh, around it, or how, like, oftentimes, uh, uneducated people view the Confederacy in the South, or um it, it's very interesting like i had somebody tell me that the civil war was fought over taxation and that um slaves had it better here than they would have in africa oh shit yeah um and i was just like have you ever what i said to this person i like, think have you ever read a book on the civil war <laughs> And uh, then my other follow up question was like, "Have you read the secession letters?" Yeah, they're online for every state that seceded. Eighty slavery is mentioned eighty three times. Right. Like. Um, but uh, too, it's funny. Like I, I had this guy arguing the states uh, the states rights thing on this video. It was like, and somebody <laughs> asked him, it was like, Damn, man. It "Was like states rights to do what?" Yeah, right. I made a, I made a meme. I never posted it because. I don't know why, but it was like it's, you know the, it's your muzzle, the, the Leo memes where, he's, yeah, from oh yeah, Django. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it was like I was like states' rights to do what? <laughs> Own slaves? <laughs> Own slaves? Yeah. Like uh, you know, beat your wife on the so like uh, Andrew Jackson owned over a hundred slaves. Yep. And there's this uh, African American historian that was talking about, it, and he's like, take color out of it. Mm-hmm. He's like, what kind of human being are you? When you forcibly keep in bondage mm-hmm. one uh, 100 other human beings mm-hmm. just so you can make money, right? <laughs> like, like, what kind of person does that mean? Shit. Like, well, one of Andrew Jackson's uh, slaves ran away, mm-hmm. and he said, I'll pay somebody to give him 300 lashes.
1: Well, why would he get his hands dirty?
0: Yeah, you know... Um, there's reports and accounts of Robert E. Lee beating his own slaves. Everybody thinks he's the kindly general. Right. It's like not only did he did he personally beat his own slaves sometimes, he put brine in their wounds. Mm-hmm. Like salted their wounds. Salted the wounds, yeah.
1: I mean uh, there are deplorable human beings on the blue side too. I have voted conservative before. There are there are deplorable people yeah. on both sides. But I don't want to end up demonizing. Well, we might Red be, as hard as I did. More,
0: more generally but speaking, we we might be talking about some. Uh, uh, I would say this would be an extreme uh, comparison, but there's this is the best way to describe it. There's evil in the world, right? I, like I don't understand it. I understand that it manifests itself through human beings, mm-hmm. like, and that there are evil human beings. And I think a racist human being is an evil motherfucker.
1: Evil as it gets. And, you know, that's the thing is what gets thrown in my face every time about what I'm saying to you. What I've been saying to you is, well,
0: y- you you must be a baby killer. Oh, yeah. I've been seeing a ton about a- abortion the last few
1: Every days. time. Or with in vitro. How in vitro really works. You want to talk about in vitro?
0: Uh, how does it work? She's funny to me.
1: Okay. So, well, I can tell you the way that, it, that a conservative threw it in my face. He said, so you're going to take, they're going to take, take some sperm, they're going to take some eggs, and they're going to $90,000. They're going to mix her up. Actually, what they're actually going to do is make about 50 embryos, get the best one, insert it into mama, and flush the rest down the toilet. Yeah, allegedly. But with stem cell, they can take those embryos, make regenerative tissue with each one of them I need some of that for my shoulder everyone does it's 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 now then witch doctors they call them down there
0: in Panama are doing that dude I'm staring down the barrel of a shoulder surgery and stem I I think stem cells would help but like dude they're so fucking
1: expensive regrowing human tissue regenerative human tissue or flush them down the toilet a true abortion abolitionist would say well all of it is murder it shouldn't happen that God creates, God and only God creates pregnancy.
0: Yeah. I've heard a lot of conservatives say that.
1: Exactly. So it's just another form of mourning after, or it's just another form of abortion. The morning it's after just time. another yeah. form of abortion. You're just flushing babies down the toilet. When does it become a baby? You know, and then I got, you know, a wonderful guy, but he's a super Democrat. He comes to me and he goes, you know, a a baby's just an animal until three months old, technically. So there's that train of thought. (laughs) Mentally, they're just
0: animals. What the fuck? It's a weird way to uh, justify things. (laughs) So, and then you
1: take the concept of, you know, we go through human, we go through animal stages. You know, we're in the the belly, uh, in in the womb. We go through fish, amphibian feline at one point that's where joaquin got his hair lip they say so you know that's why cats are 98 percent human genome if i'm going to get weird with you so you you really want you know so really are we an animal until three months old so i don't know like i said this is a deep dive so i i don't know are are we for killing 49 babies out of 50 dude here's what i'm for I'm to for, save human
0: lives, and and I don't want. What's so interesting is how we keep talking about how conservatives review things, but really, what I'm for is not telling you what to fucking do. Right. Right. Yeah. With uh, and there's some complexities there because I often think like about this part on mm-hmm. the abortion conversation, because um, that's an issue that I that I stri- that I struggle with a little bit because <clears throat> a I don't think that. Uh, we should be telling women what they should do with their body absolutely i get that a lot but i do think i'm like well if cora got raped and got pregnant i have a lot to say about that that i i I often wonder how i would view that and i know damn well how i'd view it how exactly how exactly you get a fucking abortion
1: yeah Uh, that's 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 how I kind I'm
0: of... I'm sorry. People. I got strong feelings yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... Okay, so like... I don't give a I, shit I what conservatives,
1: Democrats... I don't, I don't care what they say. I, and, that's, and that's if I had the power to choose. But you see, I don't. Exactly. So she does whatever she wants.
0: Yeah. But if she wants one, then I could get it. So flip side of that coin. Say I was to not core up. Which yeah. I've been trying super hard. It <laughs> hasn't worked yet. <laughs> My um, mom, mom
1: would hate her and you say that word. She thinks that's a curse
0: word, knocking up. Dude, I was thinking <laughs> when you said abortion earlier, I was thinking about the movie Knocked Up. Knocked where up. Jonah yeah. Hill goes, rhymes with smushmorshman. Wow. <laughs> oh, um. But I often, too, think about, like, well, okay, so what if I got Cora pregnant? Yes, sir. And then we separated. Yep. And then she was like, fuck you, I'm getting an abortion. Right. I would be sad about that. You'd be disgusted. You yeah, know? you would. So it's like, that's how complex of an issue it is. It's yes, like it is. Uh, the, the, the rape, that side of the equation, and then t- telling women what to do with their body, which, I, you know, I, I don't think any... And in, it's interesting to me that the, the conservative side of the argument is like abortion's bad, but are telling women what to do with their body when that's kind of counterintuitive to the conservative philosophy. Telling people what to do. Getting government involved in sanctioning and being involved in your life but it's like really it's like honestly we have a conservative government in russellville yeah fucking right
1: dude russellville i mean how many when the uh chief police switched out in russellville how many how many white supremacists got taken down when that whole thing went down oh my god yeah um i think we got a new one recently too. exactly like, you go a little bit north, North is it, isn't it? Or Hector? Jesus, yeah, I'm not trying to yeah, alienate yeah, yeah. your H- listeners. H- Hector's, but
0: out, Hector's out there, yeah. It's, I don't go there very often. I've been there. I bought those bongos from a place in Hector. I'm just saying, Hector's pretty vanilla. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. okay, here's a crazy story about Hector, because my, uh, who I'm wearing a guitar, I've t- taken the guitar lessons from, he lives out in Hector, mm-hmm. and he is not uh, a conservative dude. <laughs> he's, wow. He's like us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he he lived in Denver like he's been all over so he can read uh, yeah, that's good he's he's a and dude he's one of <laughs> the greatest guitar players I've ever listened to like in in terms of what he does and knows that's and awesome. how he conveys it that's awesome as a matter of fact when Ryan Harmon came in here to perform and podcast mm-hmm. I was like hey this is Paul my guitar teacher he's running sound And and Ryan's like 25 or 26 or something he was like are you the Paul like the guitar teacher. And he's like, I've heard about you. Uh, like that. When I started playing guitar, everybody told me I needed to learn from you. I was like, Yeah, I got this dude out of retirement. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. just so I could learn from him. Uh, Cause I did always want to learn from him. Um, and, uh, but uh, he lives out in Hector. And when they're, when there was all this stuff going on about, oh, we're going to go protect southern monuments of the Confederacy that were put up during the Civil Rights Movement by members of the Klan. Uh, and shit like that. Like, they're like oh, we're going we're gonna to go do this. We're going to go, oh, they're, they're having a march for equality. We're going to go break out our ARs and stand there.
1: You know, the BLM came to
0: Clarksville. I marched it. You were I, there? I was there. I marched I'm so glad you did. I nice just live streamed it on the podcast page. Got a bunch, oh, of, I remember. a bunch of hateful comments. I woke up uh, a couple weeks ago. See, I've been in a hole, dude. And somebody, uh, I screenshotted it because if I ever see this person trying to get a job, I'm going to give them to their employer. <laughs> um, <coughs> but I screenshotted it. I woke up in 1488, which is a, a, a dog whistle call for mm-hmm. uh, neo-Nazi mm-hmm. shit. hmm But uh, we got to secure the future of our white children Mm -hmm. and all this shit. And it's like, no, we don't. (laughs) Like, we just got to keep having kids and stop hating people. And, Mm -hmm. like, somebody put this this way. It's like, when you hear something like, well, eventually there will be just one race, the human race. Like, dude, that pisses some people off to hear that because I don't fit in that because I'm white. I want to keep being white. It's like, yeah, but what you want to do is teach your kid to not be a racist piece of shit and be accepting of all people. Mm-hmm. And if you teach them that, they may end up with a Caucasian person. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, and it's perfectly fine, that will head us down a, a different direction as as uh, in ethnic terms of our of our country and everything, right? And that was the point. is like. Uh, like like our pigment is not it might not even be a thing for another hundred years. The way that globalization is taking in and migration and, and things on a scale like we haven't seen in, in, in inter interracial marriage and things. And I remember when I was growing up, people I talked with I had I had the organizer, Wesley Foster, you came on the podcast actually, of that of that rally. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After the rally I hit him up. I was like, dude, you wanna come talk about racism? <laughs>
1: Oh, awesome. I've been living in a hole, dude. I'm so glad uh, dude,
0: it's good. I'm just, i Dude, it's good. What we should do, bro, is we should just keep bullshitting for like another however long and just do those other podcasts like next week and weekend yep. after. Okay. Okay. Like that, right? I got to get my fucking... I need to hook that tiny box into that big okay. box and figure out how to make the stuff go from that box to that box without recording it. That's the... So I will tell you this, too. Last time we recorded uh, the Fear Inoculum album yeah. review... Yeah. Like... The mic picked it up, yeah. the headphone, and flagged yeah. it on YouTube. It did? Like, like, I'm talking like, they're like, we heard this for 14 seconds. Don't ever make money off of it. Only us can make money off of it. <laughs> like, it was, oh. they're like, we heard you listen to Fear Inoculum. In oh, video. my God, they did get you. Yeah. So, um, and two, when I uploaded it and it said, like, it was like Fear Inoculum review of yeah. John Warren or something like that, they may have, the algorithm may have picked up on the title. Because they pick up on, I do know that they scan the title and the first two lines of your description mm-hmm. to see what it's about, to see if they want to like distribute it more. Or... Well, we'll just have to run it through the the old earphone. Yeah, we, well, we will, we will, and e- but even doing it that way, it it, yeah. it caught it a little bit. But wow. I think I think we'll be fine. We can we can just. We can dial it in. i right?
1: uh, I've got 15 minutes. I just found out I got go pick up my oh, cat dude. from the vet.
0: No worries. No worries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you got your cat up here? No, I got my my cat at the vet. Okay, Clark's Clarksville. Yeah, He's got diabetes. So. Uh, damn pancreas. <laughs> yeah. That that's a, that diabetes and pancreatic cancer both very very connected. Yeah. But yeah, we should we should do we should just schedule some more podcasts. I'm just I'm I, that sounds perfect. Shoot me some dates sh- because I always love, dude. Imagine if I didn't have a podcast, we wouldn't be hanging out. Dude, I think about that a lot. Like, particular, like with you, like, because it's, like, really what kind of reconnected us. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah, we trained a little bit and we hung out a little bit over the years. Um, but, man, when I was in college, I remember, well, I remember talking about this to you, like, that was when your dad passed away. And I remember sitting at work, like, feeling terrible that I couldn't go to the funeral or oh, just didn't go. And it was just, like, at the time, I was just overwhelmed as a person with so tied up doing shit trying to get my degree working two jobs no, you're still a very gym. tied down man
1: I, mean, you know, I am but on.
0: like this has become such a good thing because like there's certain people I do care about and I want to talk to them and this is such a fucking good excuse <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying <laughs> like like well, I mean just think about it. like we, yeah. we probably I mean yeah I might like hit you up randomly or we text or, or whatever but it's like we get to have like hours of conversation now in the flesh. Well, next time we will talk about Mandalorian because uh, we, we are. So, did well, you watch this, that video I sent you? Uh, that, no, no, no. I got it while I was in a lecture or something. You sent today. Right? Oh, dude, you'd, uh, you'd have just died laughing. I'll, I'll check it out. But so we'll uh, in the future we had planned on, but we hadn't seen each other in a while, so it's we got a pro. We got the conversation out of the way. For the most part. We haven't seen each other since before the It's uh, been the world over ended. well over. And you've been on do this like your eighth or appearance or something on the podcast. The dude. last time was eighth or ninth, yeah, actually. We've done so a bunch of, this isn't this this isn't ten, I think this is nine. We need to keep shipping away, dude. I want to do all the tool albums, all the Pussifer albums, all oh, the perfect stuff. I, well, we did uh Blood into Wine, we built Legos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <we did. laughs> oh man um I've, yeah. you know i've got the hogwarts castle i'm gonna put it together and stick Do it, it in here somewhere I don't, I don't i'm afraid that it's gonna be too tall to it'll like cover up the tv yeah so but i had that that's like as low uh as high as i could put the tv on the wall
1: man i was uh i just i found some guy this he's he's in his 50s and he reviews legos on youtube for a living he had to get this he said his 90% of his watchers, his mm-hmm. viewers are dudes in their 40s and 50s and late 30s. Dude. But only, and but but the thing is 10% of them are kids. And just because of the horrible things people say, he had to disable his comments for those kids. And he's like that's such a pity that people can't just talk about wholesome content wholesomely.
0: Have you been getting okay we well, you see you've been on social media less but like this is how much like all. the the algorithms have picked up on people like us uh you know grown adult toy, adult toy collectors and shit <laughs> um a good friend of mine owns a comic book place in Jonesboro now so I'm just like oh yes and he sells like ton, tons of action figures and shit but like i in Facebook marketplace I'm always looking for guitars on there mm-hmm. and uh they are like you're like hey Did you remember that in the early 90s that the movie Robin Hood Prince of Thieves* had an action figure line? It did. You do not have any of them as an adult. And I was like, oh, dude, I got to send a screenshot to my cousin, Michael. And I'm like, dude, do you remember the Robin Hood toys? Like, I've already gone through this with the hook toys. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I had them both. Yeah. I still oh, yeah. have them both. Dude, that's like, that's like the pivot. I was like five years old when all this shit was happening. So it's like literally toy-wise, action figure-wise, mm-hmm. like my first memories are those toys. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right? Um, that, uh, for sure.
1: But um, The big treehouse that came with uh, the Robin Hood toys was literally just a repurposed Ewok treehouse.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I've
1: got it. Wow. Yeah, I've got the Robin Hood
0: version. So then, still to, do. It's in my garage. Do you have Disney Plus? Okay, of course, you're watching fucking war. Um, I'm all over it, man. Yeah, uh, okay, so have you been watching any of the 1992
1: X-Men cartoon? Uh, no, because I've been too busy watching the
0: 1994, or is it 96? Uh, Gargoyles. Gargoyles. I was about to say Gargoyles, <laughs> dude. They got fucking Darkwing Duck on there. Yeah. Like my childhood, dude.
1: Dude. Yeah, I used to get up every morning and watch Gargoyles, man, eating my, eating my oh, uh, yeah. that honeycomb was... cereal and watching Gargoyles. That's good shit, man. I've been well. I'm introducing my kid to him. He's like, "This is going to be stupid. I don't want to watch." Oh my god! But on the next one, so Uh uh, my my son, you know, being his age, loves anime. Like, did you get into anime when you were growing up? um, I was too old for it. Like the old ones, like Vampire Hunter D, Princess Mononoke, some of that, you know, uh, Akira, stuff like that. Way old shit, old stuff. So none of the, I mean, I was too old for Dragon Ball Z when it came to America. I uh, I, I was too old for that, and I was too old for what was the other one was on Nickelodeon, uh, uh, Airbender. I was too old for that Uh, stuff. Oh
0: yeah, we watched that somewhat recently. I fell asleep in most of it. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I I, I was just too old for it. Just a little. I I thought too old for my my friends liked it. Um, I was a little. I was just a little too. I kind of missed it. I I missed Power Rangers. I missed all that. I was just a little too old. Uh, Power Rangers not anime, but well. Someone's going to cut me yeah, out. I that, didn't get into
0: Power Rangers either When people hear that Because the martial arts It blows their mind I was like I've met Mike Chase. He's one of the Power Rangers I don't know anything about uh, at
1: Apparently At one point in my life I looked like One of the Red Rangers I'll have to show you a picture of that Hey
0: Oh Are Power Rangers yeah. racist? Because didn't they Didn't they like make the Didn't the Asian person wear With yellow and, murmur, and then the
1: American like, Indian was red And yeah. the black was black Somebody
0: pointed that out to me I was never into him, so, But I was sure. like Shit
1: hmm. It was Asian at first the whole thing was. But anyways. Um, a son loves anime. Anyways, there's this new, very controversial anime on Funimation. My son's got like, to subscribe to Funimation. reason I'm even bringing this up, there's this anime called Goblin Slayer. Really adult. Really adult. It's controversial. Lots of rape in the first episode. I mean, it's rough. It's bad. It's so violent. But there's a character in it that is such a mirror Of The Mandalorian. Never takes his helmet off. Sounds like him. Acts like him. Just like him. And I was like, oh my God, this is just The Mandalorian. Do you realize you're just watching The Mandalorian except it's about goblins, right? He's like, what are you talking about, Dad? I'm like, damn it. Someone's got to confirm this. (laughs) This is just a mirror of the same shit, you know? Uh. And it came out in 2018.
0: Dude, okay, so authors all the time. A course, into this uh, fiction writer named Sarah J. Mass, Yeah. And um, she writes crazy, like fairy magic porno novels i don't really know what oh my god on, like, asia's hey, out there probably reading one yeah, right yeah. Now. dude Cora's listening listened to all of them like three times yeah and she keeps like trying to find a book like that but she can't and it's like she'll be like oh the author sarah j mass she worked with this person she talked to him about it and it's like it's not the same
1: but she let asia sent her some books then. yeah 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 i'm always like asia what are you reading she says fairy porn I, I,
0: that's oh yeah yeah core core is like fay fay sex yeah like lots of it wood yeah um fay wood, but it's uh I'm yeah. the shire of morning wood well okay, so apparently amongst uh like our our wives class of <laughs> women. Um <laughs> that's big right now. It's but a big but thing. they also like you know George R. R. Martin, like when I watch that I'm like, Oh, you base them on the Mamelukes. Mm-hmm. Um, you base that on this is thing from history, the Golden Company's based on that. Like you can you can see loosely where he was inspired. If you know Oh, history, yeah. especially yeah. history of the ancient world. But the Mamelukes were even a, a you know a late eighteen hundred or late seventeen hundreds fighting force in the Middle East, uh in Egypt actually. Uh but it's just, it's, That's amazing. Yeah. You, you correlated that; like, it blows my mind. Well, the the you know um, I haven't rewatched Game of Thrones since season eight let me down like that. Very disappointing. <laughs> Still hurting. So, yeah.
1: Jesus, right? We don't even need to go there. Gray
0: worm. What was that? What were they called? Oh shit. The the, Khaleesi's, spear. the Yeah, The, yeah. the, the castrated. Uh, the, the, the unsullied. Unsullied. Yes. Thank yes. you. Yes. That. Yeah. They're based. I I think um, they are based on the Mamluks um gray one so cool dude yeah yeah his but, fighting style was so beautiful dude i gotta give you this video it was like uh it's like season eight uh it's like the it's this guy it, it's like a meeting he's like it's the pitch it's the season eight pitch meeting he's like and then this happens blah blah and it's the other guy like him like dressed differently he's like why'd you do that and he's like i don't know and then they just go on to the next one and he's like and then this happens and then you know how this jamie and and tarth and this and he's like oh yeah we've been working on that one since the beginning And he's mm. like he's just gonna go back to cersei and die in her arms and you know what he's gonna say fuck everybody before it happens he's like huh? why'd you do that and he's like i don't know <laughs> like, Just like and, and he's like oh, oh we just didn't have enough time he's like but we could give you more time he's like we don't need it. <laughs> right? But it's uh it's the pitch meeting for Game of Thrones season eight It's fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. Good shit. That's amazing, dude. That's that's amazing. I'll check out that Mandalorian video uh after we wrap it up. But uh, you gotta go get your cat, dude. Um yeah. I tell you what, let me text you. And that way that we have a um back and forth going about setting the next day yeah i'm I'm down for anything i mean
1: this early i'm i'm good to go okay yeah um i'm I'm and sorry i had honest. to
0: move i had to move this an hour for that means nothing uh i, was, I didn't have when me. we we had scheduled already and then i scheduled something else uh, i normally go to this appointment on friday but ended up being at uh sweet Ended up being
1: today. not to veterans Day. we're off today so oh
0: cool it, it was nothing um yeah, well just uh shoot me back, just text you, just shoot yep. me back a day. Um this time like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, mm-hmm. all three really good. Friday for me. works too. Yeah, Friday works. Friday's yeah. ideal. I do teach a kids' class at four thirty. Okay. At the, after the end of the year I won't be teaching that anymore. Okay. So that's like kind of, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is when I, I, I typically uh like to do cast. So Friday Friday would be good. Okay. Um you know it's Thanksgiving holidays coming up, Christmas break, if you have any days off around then. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. down anytime you want to cast, dude. Now, I'm rolling the blog out for the podcast in 2021. The blog? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, so I've, I'm have 83 books, I believe, for this mm. year. I'm going to uh, do a blog post on my top 10, right? I'm going to do some film reviews. Just I mean, the same sort of shit I podcast about. I just finished Huckleberry Finn. I, I just heard the read N-word it so many times in my life, dude. I just read it. You just oh, read it too? Yeah, yeah. I hey, just read it with hey, Corbin. I just taught it. Go, go watch the Elijah Wood film. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's it is. Great. I, he narrated I've seen it, it. The audiobook, as Elijah Wood did. What?
1: No, I, I read it. Uh, I've never heard the N word so many times. Yeah, but you just over
0: said, over two hundred times. Jesus,
1: like that's why they did it. It's just a shock factor to the kids. But man, uh, Corbin was just like looking at me like
0: the um, oh my god, so Mark, Mark Twain. He. A dichotomous character here. He he won He tried to pay for the first African American to go to Yale. Right. Oh man. So, but but he like honestly like it's a tale of a runaway slave. The his, the attention to detail historically. If, do you remember the part where the slave Jim is like the the other slaves found him and hid him in the woods? Yeah. Yeah. I just gave a whole lecture over that. Really? In, our, in Arkansas history. Like that. Really? That is like how true he was yeah. to the plight of the slaves and how uh-huh. they, like that. That was a true historical thing where he's like, oh, come with me, boy. I'm going to show you these cotton mouths. You ain't never seen them before. And he, he has Huck Finn follow him into this swamp where he's going to show him he's going like, to see more cotton mouths you've ever seen. And he takes him through a cane break. And uh, then there's Jim.
1: Just Jim, yeah. And I, I love, like, how when he was going to get uppity and leave how huck was like jim you're not gonna leave you can't run off how dare you he was like really upset with him because he's heard of a lot of bad things in his life but a slave
0: actually having the the gall to leave it's uh it's interesting too i think if you view that story through the eyes of the kid yeah. The kids. Yeah. I did I did Tom Sawyer too. In last that's part. a whole a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh but yeah, man. Uh, and then too, so you remember the Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh what's her name? Rachel Lee Cook. Mm-hmm. She's a little uh, I saw that in theaters when I was like seven years old, dude. But that's on Disney Plus too. Dude, Rachel Lee Cook was a wasn't uh a thing. So what for I wanna do what I wanna do, yeah, yeah Laney Boggs, dude, mm-hmm. she's all that. Mm-hmm. Uh what I wanna do. Yeah, is do a comparison <laughs> to those films I was talking about yeah in the novels yeah in history <sighs> man it, the movies are so much shorter than them they are but that's our way of, of telling it in a more acceptable way oh yeah like to- you know Huckleberry Finn's a banned book well of course it is because
1: so, yeah. how could
0: they yeah well and you gotta think about it like I get it even though it's not it's like past its time and getting its point across because that's like uh, the the racial issues then are different in uh, you see Cor- Corbin's
1: school he goes to Connections Academy which is a very it's quite a prestigious homeschool situation it really is but they have been very much pushing a non-racist very powerful narrative for the kids very anti-racist narrative we read about Rosa Parks we read about everything Good. wonderful for the kids um I can't think of her name now, but anyways, the um it. But one of the parents, several of the parents actually, have already written in saying that it's what was it, liberal brainwashing. Yeah.
0: Again. Uh, yeah, equality really irritates people when you talk uh, that about it. That damn equality. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I feel like Mark Twain was writing that for uh. A unique audience now, i want to i want to explore this in a writing project like i do plan on doing a blog about it but uh, uh that sounds great i think but i do think that we just dialed it back um because well here's what i was gonna say a second ago imagine being a a young person of color <laughs> like we were in miss fike's class right like i mean you, it's like kill mockingbird They're, they've gone after that book and i read that in miss fike's class i read it again this year yeah they they had uh corbin's class reading it last year yeah yeah, and I'm so
1: glad they're having them do that.
0: that. Well, and then too, so like this, the whole um, that part of the story and how commonly African American men were accused of raping white women. I mean, Emmett Till's story. Oh, you whistled at a white woman, little boy. Mm-hmm. You get killed now. You get thrown in the river. Mm-hmm. And people are going to be shooting your sign that we put up for you in 2013. Right? It's just it's been a wild time. Did you do Twelve Angry Men? That one wasn't racist, but No, no. I'm doing Twelve Years of Slave. Uh the, oh, that's... The, we're doing a, a oh. si- we're doing a, a film uh podcast over Thurman Storing and Julie and I. Free State of Jones. Uh, no, we should though. We should do that one. It'd be worth um, it. That's it good. is, it's a good one. Good. We're doing Glory and Twelve Years of Slave. Glory. Next. That's a tearjerker, man. We did Gettysburg and Gods and Generals. Okay. Uh Gone um, with the Wind and Birth of a um, Nation. Cadence.
1: Charlie oh, Sheen. Oh, yeah. 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 The, I, it's not the same. It's uh, Mar- not the same. No, no, Martin
0: Sheen. Martin Sheen plays... Uh, are you talking about Platoon? What are,
1: well, that's fantastic, but yeah. no, I'm talking about the one with... In Gettysburg, Martin Sheen plays... This is not the same thing, but okay. it, was, it was about a black troop. but I think Charlie Sheen was in it,
0: and... Okay, Matthew... Song, was it know. Gloria and Matthew Broderick? Yes, but okay. I'm talking about Cadence. Hmm. I think
1: that's what it was called. Sound of a Man working
0: on a chain
1: i know you've seen it i know you've seen it uh well it's not historical though never well, mind it well, just came to my head when we were talking about it be it sure good.
0: you watch tall tale before i see you next it's tall all, Tale. It's I've also, also tall tale. on disney plus <laughs> there's our tall full time. circle on patrick swayze <laughs> rest in peace oh patrick yeah that but yeah you singing that maybe remember the when they're doing yeah the, yeah driving the spikes yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need yeah. to. Okay, yeah, I know you've seen. K-2 that though. was, I think, the first movie I watched on Disney Plus was uh, Tall Tale, really? and then I wanted to get so on eBay and buy all the action figures from. They, they did. They had like action. They had. Uh, I remember. You remember when Subway toys were cool? Subway no. used to have some good shit, and they're like they they're a Happy Meal type thing what? for kids. Yeah, and they released a Tall Tale line. I remember having all of them when oh, I was a God. kid. Because remember when Subway before it got shot up. Uh, was right across from when Morgan's Fashions was there. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, it was uh, before El Mokejete. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's that was it. Now. Subway. Yeah. You remember there's a drive-by shooting there one night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Freaking crazy, dude! I remember thinking about that every time I was in there. Like people always had to drive-by shooting here one time.
1: No, that's just, that's that was a thing. Uh, I remember I used to go to Subway all the time. Dude. That was a thing. Yeah. Remember crazy tasty that,
0: taco? Crazy. Oh, dude! I ate taco my first salads. taco there ever, dude. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: That was my hangout in high school. Was yeah. Tasty taco
0: before back uh you know back in the subway before Jared was a pedophile. <laughs> right? That's crazy. You get a get an ambassador for your brand, they turn out to be a total freak. Ugh disgusting. <laughs> anyway. Well dude, uh, go get your cat, man. All Let's right, wrap man. it up and uh just hit me back on uh uh, when when we want to schedule, another I'll be day, here. Dude. I'll be yeah. back soon, yeah, man. Next, it was an honor being here. I'd be I'd be down to even do it next week if that's not too soon. Um, I'll be here. I don't have any schedule for right now. I got two more this week, and I'm getting some schedule for next sure. week. Sure, so. I can be here anytime. All right, bro, bro. Good to see you.